Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. All right, here we go. Welcome in, Mike, in the morning. It's great to be with you on a cold and rainy Tuesday. But some good news to talk about today. That's going to be the theme of this morning's stream is uh, good things. Uh, A couple of stories that I saw yesterday uh, involving the SEC, involving college football areas, stuff around here. And then Thanksgiving Egg Bowl. That is now a conversation again because... Uh, as I'm about to explain to you, Greg Sankey and the SEC and schools around the SEC are preparing for this season to be really as normal uh, as it possibly can be. They're expecting full stadiums and stuff like that. Uh, but that also means because the schedule would be back to normal, it won't be like last year where the Egg Bowl is on a regular Saturday where it uh, could possibly move back to Thanksgiving. I think that's a horrible Horrible idea, and I'll explain why coming up. But first, a a little bit of house cleaning here. Number one, my name is Michael Borky. I'm always glad that you're with me uh, on these every morning. Follow me on Twitter at Michael Borky if you don't already. Also, the YouTube page is up and running. Just search my name. Subscribe to the YouTube page. This gets streamed and uploaded there as well. Uh, Hopefully, down the road, I'll be making some original content that is just for YouTube. But for now, this stream, just hit that subscribe button. And this stream will be uploaded on YouTube, live on YouTube every day. I know a lot of you have told me that's your preferred method of watching these things. So it's there, uh, finally available. And Wayne, good morning. If you want to be like Wayne and comment, go ahead. All you have to do, if you're on Periscope, all you have to do is just allow, it's like a, it pops up and it's like, will you allow Periscope to access your Twitter? It doesn't do anything other than lets you comment, I promise. Twitter's making a change from Periscope to just live video. That should make commenting and stuff a lot easier for you. Uh, That change is supposed to happen here in a few days. And the people that uh, make the software that I use to stream on all these platforms tell me that the transition is going to be seamless. I hope they're right. Uh, But for now, that's what you have to do if you want to be like Wayne and comment. I'd love to have you and uh, get your feedback on this as well. This also is uploaded in podcast form. Wherever you get them, just search my name. Mike in the morning also will uh, lead to results. Uh, Spotify, definitely search my name on iTunes. You probably have to go the Mike in the morning route. It's confusing. I'm trying to get it to where it's more streamlined. But when you're dealing with RSS feeds and changing names and stuff like that, it kind of gets all lost in the sauce. So anyway, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow me on Twitter and Facebook, and let's get started. There's been some encouraging news lately, Uh, just in general. I mean, you know, over the weekend we had the, what was it, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine that got its emergency approval and they're distributing those and vaccine numbers are going up by the millions and case numbers are plummeting. And so just on that front of the COVID side of things, which is something that we're, we are approaching a year, I mean, we're 10 days away from a year when the sports world shut down. And um, I know you guys are sick of talking about that, but the news right now is pretty good. Vaccines are going up, cases are do- going down. All good. 
Then we got this news yesterday out of the SEC. Now, none of this is exactly surprising, but I think, one, it's positive news. It's good news. It will directly affect us here in the state of Mississippi, at least I hope so, in a positive way. And so let me tell you what it is. Greg Sankey uh, spoke uh, recently uh, on a Zoom call because that's how everything gets done now. And he said a couple of things. He said, one, we're preparing. This is a direct quote. We're preparing to play the season as scheduled on Labor Day weekend. He said, I think we'll be back toward normal. That is different than back to normal. And what he means by that, as you guys probably know by now, Greg Sankey is very uh, noncommittal, which was why the season was able to get played last year because he didn't make sweeping conclusions. He's pretty pragmatic. And so he thinks that they're working towards normal, but he won't commit to completely normal because he's not that kind of guy. Uh, anyway, you've got uh, 13 of the 14 SEC teams that have a, an opening season game scheduled for September 4th, and then Ole Miss plays Louisville on September 6th. Greg Sankey said that that is, they are preparing for that to be a go. There is no hesitation, nothing like that. The season opener with non-conference games included, uh, they are preparing to start that as scheduled. He did say, quote, some of the adaptations we had to put in place last year may have to remain. Maybe not as dramatic as having to play conference-only football, but the potential for disruptions and readjustments may still be there. The potential for having to continue to swab our nose. Ooh, that'd be fun. Uh, they would love to get tested over and over and over again this coming season as well. Uh, the point is, though, I do think that they should have kept the two bye weeks. I think that's something that needs to happen moving forward, not just a, a COVID thing. I think one, just from a capitalistic perspective, if you have an extra week of football, everybody can make a little bit more money. And that check that Ole Miss and Mississippi State get from the SEC office can grow a little bit. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, and two, I think it's best for the players' health. Two bye weeks in 12 games is just better for their health. Uh, it allows them to recover. Football is really physically demanding on your body. And these are college kids after all. I think it would be ideal uh, you can make more money and then also uh, do your players uh, a solid by giving them an extra week to recover during the season. But anyway, um, those kind of stipulations, uh, like potentially moving games and stuff like that, they're still uh, keeping on the table. Uh, he talked about the vaccination process being an important part, blah, 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 blah. You guys know all this stuff already. But the point is, Greg Sankey said... Uh, there is light at the end of the tunnel and all that stuff. They are preparing to play the season as normally scheduled. And then you got this announcement from Alabama yesterday. Uh, the University of Alabama released basically an identical thing that you've gotten from Southern Miss, that you've gotten from Ole Miss. We have not gotten it from Mississippi State yet, but most people anticipate it's coming. It's going to be the same as Ole Miss and Southern Miss, which is going back to regular school in the fall. Uh, in-person instruction, it's going to be back to normal. Alabama made that announcement yesterday with a little twist. Their athletic director, Greg Burns, said, uh, with this announcement, we've received a number of questions regarding capacity for Bryant-Denny in 2021. Imagine that. Uh, he said, quote, we are moving forward with plans to have a full stadium in the fall and will monitor medical guidelines as we have all along. So, Good. South Carolina announced yesterday their uh, ticket proposal situation. They're preparing on putting as many people in the stadium as will buy their tickets. They're going to have they're going to have a harder time selling those tickets because the program's a dumpster fire. But still, they're going <laughs> they're um, they're planning on selling as many tickets as people want. 
So all, all, all good news. We have not seen a formal announcement from Ole Miss and Mississippi State yet about how many, you know, what their capacity limit is. We understand it, or as I understand it anyway, uh, they're planning on filling it up. And that's the the plan internally is when they look at the vaccine rates and the case numbers and stuff, they're planning on filling it up. So aside from the obvious, uh, you know, just getting life back to normal and being able to fill the stadiums again and help the local businesses and stuff uh, have regular football weekends again, I missed non-conference games. I don't know about you. I, I mean, some people didn't. Some people I know loved the SEC-only schedule. And sure, it had its benefits because every weekend we didn't have a single dud, right? Every weekend we had games between SEC opponents that mattered, and a lot of people liked that. I missed these non-conference games. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I like the fact that Ole Miss is playing Louisville. I am intrigued. And it's not really on, like, the national radar, but Mississippi State-NC State Week 2? It's an interesting football game, man. I mean, seriously, like compelling football, solid, stable ACC program going into Starkville. Uh, NC State returns a lot of guys just like Mississippi State does. Dave Doran's done a really nice job there. It's a litmus test for Mississippi State. Those two weeks, so State won't have an SEC game, but those two weeks will tell you a lot about your football team. I miss games and weekends like that. I miss games like Alabama-Miami. LSU's going to UCLA this year. I think it's week one. Hey, what a fascinating matchup. Uh, just things that we didn't get last year that I miss. And then, of course, you guys know me. I have a, a soft spot for Furman football. And Furman was supposed to go get $800,000 from Tennessee this year to play in Knoxville. And that, of course, got canceled. So I, I missed the non-conference because these matchups that we're getting are compelling. Um, I don't like 3-17s and 17s making bowl games. Uh, I would at least like to have the illusion that they were a 500 or better team because they beat up on Louisiana Tech or whatever. And I also think the non-conference games are, are what keeps college football, it, it props it up almost, especially for the FCS level. So I missed that, especially aside from the obvious. But this is all a really good sign. Uh, as Greg Sankey said in the article that I was reading from, I didn't give you every quote because he is kind of boring. Um but we can't count the chickens before they hatch. But hearing all of these announcements, the school is going to in-person. Greg Sankey's saying that, you know, the season's going to go on as scheduled. We expect that. We've just gotten a whole lot of really, really, really good news lately. Uh, we talked about it on our radio show some yesterday. Um, it's, it feels like we are finally one year later getting out of all of this. And uh, we'll do more of it on the radio show this afternoon, although the baseball games and stuff are disrupting some of our stations. So I don't know if we'll have all 12 today. Um, but we'll talk about that more this afternoon. It just feels like finally things are looking in the right direction. And, and watching this um, or reading these stories from Greg Sankey and uh, Greg Byrne yesterday felt really, really good. But then the next layer came, and this is what I really wanted to talk to you guys about with today before we do it on the show this afternoon. I know we're going to spend a lot of time on it this afternoon, but um, Thanksgiving Egg Bowl. Because while I missed the non-conference games, I missed the full stadiums, all that good stuff, I did not miss the Thanksgiving Egg Bowl. And then there was an article yesterday that came out that said basically ESPN wants that to happen again, but the two schools have yet to actually uh, come to terms on that to agree to move the game 
to Thanksgiving night instead of the Saturday after, like it's currently scheduled. Um, it's possible that returns to Thanksgiving night. In fact, I think it's likely. Um, but I hate it. I absolutely hate the Thanksgiving Egg Bowl for uh, multiple reasons. Number one, most importantly to this conversation, number one, um, the luster of the college football slot on Thanksgiving has been completely taken away. It's been ruined by the NFL. And the NFL, by the way, is coming for the NBA. They are, uh, so Christmas Day has been like NBA Day where they had games that started at 11 Central and didn't end until 11 at night. Christmas Day was the NBA Day. Well, last year, the NFL, if you guys remember, we talked about it some on the radio show, of course. Um, The Saints and the Vikings played on Christmas Day. That rating number was massive. And they smoked smoked the NBA that day as far as viewership goes. And now the NFL realizes, wait, why are we giving them? Why are we giving them that day? So I promise you the NFL is going to put more games on Christmas Day moving forward. They're just going to wipe the NBA off the table. They're doing it with college football on Thanksgiving night as well. The NFL used to have those two afternoon games, you know, that, what was it, 11 or something like that, and then a game immediately thereafter. But the night window was free for college football. And so even though, you know, your team playing on a holiday, not that fun, whatever, uh, you still, there was a benefit to playing on the Thanksgiving college football game. You were the only show in town. Everybody's done eating. They probably have woken up from their nap, um, probably pouring another whiskey to, to get through time with their family. And there was a football game on. And when you see Thanksgiving Egg Bowl, you think, wow, well, that's good. National exposure, the only game on that night. That's not the case anymore. The NFL has decided to take that from college football as well. So the luster of that time slot has been taken away. It doesn't exist anymore. It's gone uh, because of the NFL. And and I had somebody, I think two weeks ago on the radio show, ask me, well, does the NFL really do that much better than college? Like, can't they compete against each other? The answer is no. There's no shot. When they're up against each other, the NFL absolutely blows college football out of the water. It's not even close. I I mean, it's not even a conversation piece. So that's the most important thing to me is you move that game to Thanksgiving while inconvenient for national exposure. But now that national exposure has largely been taken from you because you're competing head-to-head with the NFL, and you're never going to win that battle. So that was the most important thing to me when when you're talking about moving this game is the the luster's gone. The appeal is gone from Thanksgiving Egg Bowl because you're up against the NFL now, and nobody pays attention nationally when you're up against the NFL. It doesn't do that at all. It's gone. But also, um, and I can speak to this uh, with experience being from where I am, uh, you hyper-localize this game because of the holiday, out-of-towners or people with family that are out of town uh, don't go to the game. I'm one of those people. I have not gone to a Thanksgiving Egg Bowl. I've been to four of them, but I, I don't go to the Thanksgiving Egg Bowls. Because I grew up in South Carolina, and I want to see my family around the holiday. I am not sacrificing time with my family to go to a football game on Thanksgiving. And I am not alone in that. There are a lot of people that, I mean, obviously I live in Mississippi now, right? I do a daily radio show in Mississippi on top of this live stream focused on Mississippi schools. But um, there are a lot of people like me 
who either their family is somewhere else or they married into a family that's somewhere else. And if you have ties away from like a 150 mile radius from Oxford or Starkville, you spend the holiday with your family and you, you don't sacrifice that to go to a football game. But if it was on Saturday, people would go, but because of the Thanksgiving game, I don't go. I, even if, I mean, we, we do like the first hour and a half of our, our radio show that day, uh, but we pre-record it because it's we're we're wanting to be with our families. It, I mean, it's a it's a holiday, so I think you hyper localize it because anybody with ties from outside of the state, um, will be there on holiday instead of in the town for the game. Um, fewer students. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Fewer stu- without a doubt, fewer students. Uh, the student sections are not near as full uh, because kids go home to be with their families. If you put the game on Saturday, it would change everything. And then finally, uh, it's less action, if you want to call it that. Less action um, for your towns who need it. The hyper-localized Egg Bowl, when everybody that goes to this game is kind of local, I mean, that's really what it is. Everybody's local. And Fewer people come to town. Fewer people stay longer because they're probably just getting in the day of the game. They don't make a weekend out of it. Um, I mean, I, I was a student for four years, and nobody's in town on Thanksgiving. The, there is fewer people that are around. So your local community doesn't get the benefit of having a big home game if you have it on Thanksgiving night. So I think it's a horrible idea. I know a lot of you love the nostalgia of it. Uh, a lot of you love um, the tradition because some of you have family really only in Mississippi and all of you go to the game. And so you you set up in the Grove or the Junction and you have Thanksgiving before you go to the game. And, and that's awesome. I'm not I'm not telling you that that is wrong. I'm telling you the game being on Thanksgiving is not beneficial anymore. The tradition's there. The nostalgia's there. I get it. I hear you. But the benefit has been taken away. Because, um, like I said, the luster of that ESPN time slot on Thanksgiving night has been ruined by the NFL. You're not the only show in town anymore. You hyper-localize the game. Your fans that either are from out-of-state or have ties to out-of-state are less likely to come because it is a holiday and they do want to see family on holidays. Fewer students go to the game, which diminishes the atmosphere. And the last few Thanksgiving Egg Bowls have not been full. So fewer students and less activity for your local uh, town and economy. I, I think it's the the pros do not come anywhere close to outweighing the cons here. So um, the schools are going to do what ESPN tells them to do because that's how it works. But I I wish that they would play hardball and say no. I know they can't, but I, I think that the the benefit of the Thanksgiving Egg Bowl has been completely lost. I, I think it's a bad idea. Honestly, I think it's a bad idea, and I would like to see that go away because you're not the only show in town anymore. But anyway, we'll talk more about that uh, on the radio show this afternoon for sure. Um, But yeah, not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. Old high school buddy of mine, Logan, asked about how Auburn will do this year with the new staff. Um, It might take a little while. Now, I love Derek Mason. I I think that is the most... um, under talked about thing when it comes to Auburn right now 
and uh, Brian Harson and his new staff and what they're going to do in year one. Uh, I, I think that is not being talked about enough. Uh, I love Derek Mason. I, I What do the kids call it now? A, a stan? I stand for Derek Mason. I think he's a heck of a football coach, and um, people look at his time at Vanderbilt so negatively because, well, the team wasn't very good, but the school is not committed to football or winning at all. I mean, not at all. Um, he's a brilliant defensive mind, and although – you know, they lost like Big Cat Brian and a couple of pieces on the defensive line. I think that Auburn defense right away is going to be nasty. Um, I love the running back. Tank Bigsby, he's a heck of a player. But as long as Bo Nix is the quarterback, they're going to be limited somewhat. So I don't know. I'm not convinced that Auburn's going to be very good immediately, right away. But the pieces are there. I love Derek Mason. It's such an under talked about hire from Harson at Auburn. Um, as long as Bo Nix is the quarterback there, you're you're not competing in the SEC West, though. That I, I just you go as your quarterback goes in college football anymore, in any level of football anymore. The the era of John Parker Wilson or whatever winning national championships is done. You have to be elite at quarterback to win. I mean, look at Mac Jones compared to I mean, who Alabama has won championships with in the past, like Jacob Coker. Compare Mac Jones' skill set and ability to Jacob Coker. Like even Alabama, the football factory, is needing dynamic quarterbacks to win. So I think Auburn will be salty. I love Derek Mason. They're going to be able to run the football really well with, I mean, one of the best backs in the country, and he's only going to be a true sophomore. But Bo Nix will limit them in their ceiling. I hope that ate, uh, hope that made sense. But anyway. This was always going to be a short stream today, guys, because I just wanted to talk about uh, those things. A lot of positive news, good news as far as attendance and stuff like that. But the conversation about the Thanksgiving Egg Bowl, I hate. And I I wish it would go away. But um, glad that you guys, of course, are uh, are watching and listening as you always do. Uh, We've got some midweek baseball and basketball games coming up today. It's kind of a mess in terms of um, what is on the schedule today. Uh, Ole Miss needs to get right, and then they need to get right quick, and uh, this is a pretty good week for them to do just that. And, um, I mean, Mississippi State's really feeling themselves right now, so they don't have to get right in the midweek. But they've got Southern Miss tomorrow, which would be a fun series. Uh, Hopefully I can find a way to get to that. Uh, But that should be fun. That's disrupting a lot of stuff uh, this afternoon, but always glad that you guys are with me this morning. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just search my name. It'll be there. And um, I'll talk to you guys again tomorrow morning. Thank you so much for uh, for watching and being a part. Listen to the show this afternoon. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow at 8. Mississippi Media Production.